Our response is that that we believe. So last week, the minister indicated there was still 1.2 uh, million motorists that hadn't um, applied for or got their expired licenses renewed. I don't think that will have come down by too much. Let's say it has because we need to understand what is the extent of that problem now. But if it has come down by a third uh, you know, to, to 800,000, that's a problem for the country. It's a problem for the minister because that's a lot of people driving on the roads without, uh, with expired driver's licenses. The silver bullet to this is the suggestion that you're making, which is just uh, having the cards expire after 10 years. Yes, well, that was one of the solutions we proposed long before this um, issue as well. I mean, even if even if everything was on track and everybody had their licenses, we uh, had put to the minister um, that that why don't do they not consider a ten-year validity period, not a five-year one, which is which is what it is in many countries around the world. In fact, in Asia, some countries are at 15 and one of them at 20 years. I think it was India. So, uh, but, uh, you know, we don't believe that it needs to be renewed every five years. It is, a, it is a hassle when you have to go and do so and queue and costs and everything. It's a cost to the country as well. Mm. And it would be a good move uh, whether, whether there was a backlog now or not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in 2013, uh, Transport Minister then, Dipuo Peters, had already agreed and gazetted the driver's license validity to 10 years. What, 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 what happened to that? Correct. You're right. You're very correct. Um, so in our research, we found this and uh, pointed it out. Um, and it was very quietly just undone. Uh, another gazette was put out to undo that decision. And we can find no record of why that uh, decision was reversed. Um, we have asked, but we don't seem to get any response to that. Uh, I imagine she would have done a lot of research before she uh, had made the change from five to ten years. Uh, but for some reason, they rescinded that. Uh, we believe it, 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 it. Somebody probably reminded her that, hey, we're going to lose a lot of money uh, as a government uh, because we make a lot of money on, on selling these driver's licenses. And that was the reason it was rescinded. But we need to know what the record of decision was. And we haven't got that yet. The, the Department of Transport, we know, is plagued by, by challenges. Uh, what are some of the avenues that this department should be exploring in order to address these, including the kind of backlogs that, that will lead to, to people being unlawful drivers come tomorrow morning? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's mainly concentrated in the karting area where they introduced an online booking system. This is not a problem around the country. Many uh, towns, cities, metros, you can go into the driver's license testing centers, queue, they're quite efficient, well signposted, apply for your license, come back uh, and, and collect it a number of weeks later. But in Joburg, there seemed to be, uh, and this is pre-COVID, by the way, COVID mm. exacerbated the problem. In, jo- in, in the karting area, it seems that there was a lot of corruption, a lot of facilitation fees being paid, people getting in the way of the process. And to undo that, they introduced an online booking system saying you've got to book online before you can come uh, and, and get your license application done. And uh, then the corruption just moved into the back end of the online system. A lot of the slots hijacked, so people couldn't get slots. You had to have a slot to uh, book to the slot before you could go, and that created a bigger problem. So I think they've got to address that problem uh, and, and then just get back to basics, uh, remove the corrupt elements and, and, the, and the mechanisms uh, or channels for corruption in the whole driver's license process, and we'll get back to normal. Are you expecting anything other than the minister just letting this expiry run out come, yeah, come the end of, of, of the day? He's extended it a number of times. I don't think he's going to extend it again. 
uh, we are going to be putting out uh, uh, you know suggestions to the public. Look, you know, we don't believe any. A judge will find you guilty if you've tried to participate in the rules that government puts there. You you can show that you've got screenshots, that the system was done, uh, how many times you've tried to apply to get your slot. Uh, They have removed that need, by the way, to have a slot Mm. very recently. Uh, So you can just go into the testing centers because they seem to be empty, even if you don't have a slot. So... um, yeah, look, I don't think he's going to extend it, but just be cautious. If you are stopped and you have an expired driver's license, show that you have tried. Mm-hmm. Show that you take your screenshots along, show your diary entries, whatever it is that you've done. I think a judge will be very, and then elect to pay that fine or defend it in court, and then and then uh, and then go and um, do so. And you, uh, we don't believe anybody will be found guilty of, uh, and won't have to pay a fine if they. Uh, if they can prove that they've tried to participate in government's rules, but government made it difficult to do so. By the way, when I have you on the line, how's Arto doing? Arto is, is still ruled as unconstitutional. We uh, they, they, they are going to try and defend that or go to court, so we're waiting for uh, the next step in that phase. Um, but it is an unconstitutional process, and besides that, it's fraught with administrative difficulties. It will collapse if it is ever launched in the current uh, format that it is. And again, like driver's licenses, R2 and others, we encourage and have asked the minister and the Department of Transport just to engage with various stakeholders to, to find solutions, because we need to work properly and uh, be more efficient as a country and not have these cumbersome systems that collapse on government because their legitimacy just goes out the window every time. And in a nutshell, what's our e-tolling debt sitting at now? Sure, I've lost count. eh? Um, (laughs) I think there must be several billions. I think they've come to terms with the fact that it's they're never going to get that money and they don't show that in their financials. Um, they have written it off, and money is coming in via other avenues, uh, allocations from Treasury. They've just got to make a decision to switch the system off because it's a gazetted thing. The roads are still declared as toll roads. They've got to undeclare them as toll roads before they can take those gantries down. And they, and they really are procrastinating and finding it difficult to come to terms with that decision. But for all intents and purposes, Udo, um, the people have won that fight, and government isn't challenging it. They can't. They can do nothing about enforcement. No, they're still sending us balls, though. But we shall leave it there for now. Wayne Duvenage, thank you very much. That was Outer CEO, Wayne Duvenage.